What up? This is John the Robot, back for another shit podcast intro. This is episode 5 and surely by now you have subscribed, left a review, posted on the gram and told at least 3 mates. We are huge but could be way bigger, so go on. This week Pete actually spoke with someone face to face, a young legend called Luca. His band is the Winner's Circle and they are tougher than you. Check them out if you haven't already. Thanks to Guzman for all the hard work. We love you. Here comes the best riff in Australian hardcore, and people try fight you if you disagree. Welcome to episode five. Today I actually caught up with someone so you don't have to hear a shit one-way voice memo interview. I caught up with uh, Luca who sings in Winner's Circle. You might know him on the gram as Polo Sports Boz, which is a funny name. Um, And... To be transparent, my relationship with him was like this is the first probably, oh, actually second like proper conversation we've ever had. But he seems like a legend. Like I think if you were to watch his band for the first time, you might he's like a polarizing thing, which is completely intentional. It's almost like a a gimmick, like a, a yeah, almost, but it isn't like. So it's a it's a interest. He's an interesting guy, like. So he's like studying psychology or has finished his psychology masters or something. Like he says it in the interview. I'm not even smart enough to understand what he's talking about half the time. But he like so he he studies philosophy and stuff, but also during the day he knocks buildings down as a demolition construction demolition guy. So like he's kind of he's just an interesting guy and like visually what you get looking at him is not what you get speaking to him, which is awesome. You know, you see a muscly guy with tattoos and people probably think they're a bogan, but then you speak to him and he's got like these deep philosophical views on life and, and he's only young too, which is cool. So the reason I wanted to interview him was actually after reading his interview in this scene, I've got in my hands right now called cover the field an Australian hardcore zine that Andy did from uh, the heat or heat. Sorry. And he basically just spoke about that kind of stuff. So I wanted to have him on plus his band's got new shit out and Jed is, would be in the pit if he saw him live. Yeah. Well, I'm a fan of beatdowns. You not so much, but um, I hang on. I haven't plugged my microphone in. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it made no difference. It sounded, yeah, it sounds more pro, but I could still hear you. We're um, keeping that in, by the way. I, I like beatdowns, and I like his band. Um, at first, I thought it was a bit weird because they were like trying to be gangsters, and all their words have Z's in it and dollar signs. But I kind of get it. <laughs> like, it, it's different from normal and the music's hard so um and now the new song it's called all eyes on me i'm pretty sure that's a two-pack song so it's um 
it's just unique and I'm into it. I would have hit the pit. They played last week. This is probably a few weeks ago now when you guys are hearing this, but they played with um, Shinto and Vengeance in Melbourne. Apparently they killed it. Uh, my sources are Daniel Newmate, and he said they were wild. So that's as much as I got. So thanks for that, Newmate. I also um, remember him. Sorry, I've done it. I've cut right. over you like I said I wouldn't. But I was just going to say I also remember him from shows here in Adelaide during uh, like the 2000 and sort of 14 to 18 period before COVID when shows here were pretty fucked and I was doing a band called Level and he would be at every show like moshing for every band. And it was just, he was the... No, no, he, he would have not been. It wasn't that long ago. It was just before COVID. I mean, like he, he's just that what that guy, you know. That he's like, I, I know I've heard it on other podcasts, but they say like the best mosher in the scene makes the person in. He ends up being in the best band, and it's kind of true in this case. Not in my case. I was the best mosher in my scene. <laughs> you weren't though. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you, uh, you were the I, only I person. Oscar was the best mosher in the scene, and he ended up. In yeah. A, so there you go. Perfect example. Mm. I was the worst anyway, in the in the scene, and ended up in the worst position, getting burnt by my friends for twenty years. <laughs> uh, but but hey, you're still doing it now, so it worked. Yeah. So uh, so here we go. This. We're going to play a song, All Eyes on Me. Then you'll hear Pete Bloke's interview. So see you then.
here we are again, back on the pod, staring at the beautiful Southern Ocean once again. Almost the same spot me and Maud's were, and he actually just called me, which is weird, so it's, it's all happening. Again, I can't find the questions, but here we go. <laughs> I'm with Luca, or as you may know him as, Polo Sports Boz, <laughs> which is a really interesting name. And it's funny when people have Instagram names and then you try to talk to them and you don't know what their real name is. Uh, he's the singer of Winner's Circle, a newer band from Adelaide who are killing it. He's been in bands for a long time though, right? A bunch of different bands. Well, I only did one before, which was Warpath. I played bass in that. And then other than that, I was just um, the guy that was always in the van. And always having the most fun at shows. That's what I... <laughs> because it, that happens a lot. The, the guy in each scene that's moshing and having fun generally ends up being the guy in the band. You know what I mean? Like, that was me fucking 30, 20 years ago, whatever. I'd yeah. mosh to every band in Sydney. Then I was in my own band. Like, it's, that's kind of how it works a lot, I think. Um, so Warpath is still going, but, like, Winner's Circle's your thing, right? Yeah, like, um, it was all good with him. I was just like, oh, I don't really want to play bass anymore. And then I just, I left and then it was like, oh, as long as you get this made in, he replaced me and it's all good. I just didn't really, I don't know. I didn't want to do too many bands at once. Yeah, that makes sense. It's fucking hard. Sometimes yeah. you just got to put all your eggs in one basket. <laughs> yeah, I was like, if I do too many, I'm going to just lose track. Okay. Know? All right, let's get into it. This is the first proper question. As far as I understand it, you're a bit of an anomaly, as in you're a weightlifter covered in tattoos who does demo work during the day but then studies psychology, is it, at night? Well, yeah, so I finished, so I did psychology and social sciences and now it's philosophy and sociology. So right. I'm in my final year of that. So the question is, how does it feel to be an individual in a world full of sheep? <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Like, you're breaking stereotypes. Like, people would look at, at probably both of us and be like, look, what are those two cunts up to? But little do they know that Sitting in soon, the they might, yeah, soon they might be paying you $500 an hour to tell you about their problems. Um, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Not really, but you get what I'm saying. I know what you mean. Um, I don't know. I've always just wanted to, you know, do a lot of different things. Jack of all trades, master of none, as my dad would say. That's me. Um, yeah, so I feel like I'd just rather have my finger fingers in all pools, you know? I like it. Now, I'm not going to lie, I read your interview in Cover the Field, the zine that Andy from Heat and Mungrel Merch did. Shout out to him. And I was very impressed. I think I told you that at the show the other night. Yeah, yeah. But especially there was a line, the only point of life is to live. I was like, fuck yeah. And that... There's no point taking life too seriously because you said none of us are going to make it out alive anyway. <laughs> I'm like, this is yeah. so true. Like, I hope people actually slowed down and read that or read it, especially the text was so small. Yeah. But yeah. have you always had like this philosophical view on life? Like, how old are you? Uh, 25. What the fuck? Like, so that, that's only, how that's only been that? in the, um, the past two years, yeah, to right. be honest with you. Um, yeah. Uh, it took a while because I guess it was me always being like, what the hell am I doing here? What's the meaning to all of this? And I was like, wait, I'm still asking, <laughs> dude, I'm 40 and trust me, you still ask that shit. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like for you to be even at the point of your life that you're at now and thinking about that stuff's amazing. 
Yeah, yeah. So basically, he's smarter than me, everyone. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say here. All right, let's get off the serious questions. So you're into powerlifting, right? Mm. And you've stuck at it when all the other poses went on to like doing jujitsu or, <laughs> or or rock climbing or bouldering really or whatever. Uh, what, the the, the, know, pod, the podcasting boom of the past few years. Yeah, that was us. Hand in hand goes with jujitsu, I think. Yeah, well, I'm guilty of both, which is funny. <laughs> but remember, everyone was a weightlifter. Yeah. But you're yeah. still doing it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what are the PBs? Bench and squat. Um, and how how much are you training? So I train probably five days a week. Oh. Squats, two fifty two and a half. Benches, one fifty two and a half. God. And then deadlifts, two sixty two and a half. A lot of halves. But um, me and Jed went to the gym not long ago. I'll get him to talk about that. I'm a fucking pussy. (laughs) I weigh like eighty five, probably more, and I can't even lift my own weight, man. No shit. Like I'm pathetic. See the thing that my friend says to me that he does um, Muay Thai is um. Anytime he sees me, he puts me in a chokehold. And he yeah. goes, wait, what's your bench? Because yeah. I, can't, I can't fight him. Yeah. So he always gets me But like you're that. strong. You'd be able to fucking rip his arm off. <laughs> like, rip his arm off yeah. and then, you know. Look, I, I won't... I, I think won't weightlifting is a lot of technique. I had to do yeah. it for football when I was a kid and I did get better. But my bench, I don't know. Anyway, that's another story. I suck. Um, Italian background, same mm. as me. Mm. So what's your favorite meal and how many espressos do you drink a day? Fuck. Um, the espressos I had to start limiting, man, because it was getting. Nah, don't. You know where him. the, <laughs> you know where Just, the tolerance is so good. Oh, it doesn't where do it's anything. Like a, yeah, you're having them before you go to sleep. Yeah, that's that's um, a ta- that's so Italian. I'm about, I'm about two or two or three a day at the moment. Yeah, that's me. Um, favorite meal. Um, fucking hell. Look, nothing, nothing beats a good deli sandwich. And yeah, I'm not right. talking about like a fancy fifteen dollar gentrified yeah, no, sandwich. Yeah, like an old school. Yeah, that's five dollars, and there's your meat item, your cheese, and then your yeah. wet item. There's there's that bucks. place in Perth, but I don't know of one here. Do you know what I'm talking about? I, the the, del- the re-up or something? It's I've called. never been there. No. My family used to, that's where my Italian family's from, and we used to go there to get salami and shit. But Fuck. they make those sort of rolls and sandwiches, but. I can't think of one here. The only local ones that do like the $5 traditional ones. So there's Seaton Supreme Foods on Trimmer Parade. Yep. And then um, La Vera on Hamilton Terrace. There's two spots for the fans Not there. much good for the guy that doesn't eat meat. But, yeah. When I went yeah. to Italy and told my family I didn't drink wine or eat meat, they were like, who the fuck is this imposter? Yeah, they don't like He's the not, not a part of part. our family. Yeah. Fuck him off. <laughs> All right, last one and most important, the winner's circle. What's the plan for this year? Um, look, we got a couple new songs coming out on Feb 20. So the, the pod will probably be out after the songs are out. Um, so we'll have those. Uh, a couple of shows. We're playing with Shinto in a couple of weeks, which Shit. yeah, that's crazy to me. And then um, Maybe that'll be announced by the time this comes oh, out. Oh, that's already announced. Oh, is it? It might have happened by the time the pod comes out. I Maybe. But um, that's how good our podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, so that happens, and then uh, I guess yeah, just planning shows, tours in the works, all that sort of jazz. Yeah, sick. And what is a winner's circle? Um, something that you're either in or you're not. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been in one. <laughs> so you're either in it or you're not in it. I like it. That's it. All right, that's it. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Thank you.
bark all day, little doggy, or are you gonna bite? That's okay. the thing. That's what I. That's why I like him and his band because it, it, it's it's hard to work out what's real or not. But that like listen to these lyrics. Society treats us like we're sheep. We wake up just to go back to sleep. The pano panopticon, which I'm pronouncing that wrong, <laughs> is like. <laughs> It's how they, it's like a jail set up, looks into you or onto you and looks into me. I, anyway, it's all about how life, everyone, time is the greatest of games. We all rush straight to the same fate. Is it too much just to breathe? Is it too much just to be me? So like, he's the man. He's the man. Why do we question how to be free? Why do we ask what we're meant to be? Can't live life free, all eyes on me. See, I don't know, like, He's so good. It, it's I just love the whole. I can't think of the words. Yeah, Luca, you got a new you got a new fangirl. Number one fan. Forty one year old bald man sweating you. Forty. Thank you very much. And I have hair. I just choose to keep it short. All, All right. right. Here right. here comes here comes. Uh, I've got this. There's this little show I'm going to. I think it needs us to help promote it. It's called. Not Fest Australia. Yeah, um, uh, there's not, not some bands in Sydney yet, so this will probably be the reason. Itself. Yeah, this will tip it over the edge. So on Friday, the 24th of March, Flemington Racecourse, Melbourne. Saturday, 25th of March, Centennial Park, Sydney, which is wild because that's where I used to ride my bike around with my dad. And Sunday, the 26th of March, at the showgrounds in Brisbane. I'll be taking my son to the Sydney show and I'll be interviewing Slipknot. Um, that's if my son comes because he just randomly came up to me the other day and said, hey, Dad, don't really want to go to Sydney, oh. <laughs> uh, and I said, Riker, you Desmond. People would love the opportunity to go backstage and watch some of the biggest bands in the world play. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I just like basketball, eh? <laughs> <laughs> but oh, we'll see what a legend I don't know any of the bands except the last two and I would never listen to Megadeth if you paid me so who else you probably them. like you like North Lane don't you you probably like Knocked Loose um, oh yeah they're alright I don't know why they get so sweated but a couple Malevolence yeah, I'll sweat malevolence for sure. They're English. I saw them last year with Thy Art and um they were fucking rad. I'm gonna play a malevolence song just because this is the beatdown episode. And um Can I write off the bass player? What does he do? He's just like a little lad looking kid that I wanted to just slap in the head. Well it's <laughs> funny because you played with them. I didn't even see them on that tour with Terra because I was too tight ass to drive to fucking Brisbane, and I didn't know them enough that at that time. So I'm pretty much a new Jack. Yeah, well, he, they're new Jacks, so let's not sweat them too hard. That yeah. was the vibe I got. Like, anyway, I won't write him off too much, but he just whatever. He just looked like he thought he was tough, and he isn't. <laughs> they're all they're all but, just Ashe lads. Yeah, that's pretty. That was the vibe, and they got a crazy good response. So they they're in a better band than I am, obviously. Um, well, they're killing it now, and um, and they're coming back, probably opening the stage. But 
either way, they get a sick response. So here's a malevolent song, one that I haven't chosen yet. And then um <laughs> One more thing oh, yeah. that I keep forgetting to do every fucking episode. I just want to thank Thomas Sweetman, the legend graphic designer to the stars over in Perth. He did our amazing logo that would have taken him heaps long to put together. The original one said, what did it say? 99% Desmond, 1% Shinfo or something? 1% hardcore. Something like that. Oh, 1% hardcore. That's it. But as everyone knows, we're only 100% hardcore, so I had to get him to fix that. But thank you, Tom. Uh, I appreciate you have your own folder now on your computer that has my name because I get you to do shit almost weekly. So really appreciate oh, the... Uh... Actually, <laughs> fuck Malevolence. Let's sweat the new song out by the band called Smash. <laughs> what a segue let's go tell us about All right. it the song's about people that do tokenistic fucking shit to try and show people that they're something that they're not like that they have their pronouns and they they talk about things that they literally have either yeah, no we, idea about we're gonna get yeah, he comes for this well you're the one that asked me well you're the one that wrote it yeah, so I'm talking about it and I'll discuss this with anyone. The same people that when I went to a show and I won't say where, but for every band were saying always was, always will be Aboriginal land and yet they're not involved in any community things. They wouldn't probably know an Aboriginal person. It's just tokenistic bullshit that they do to make them look good and it's fucking terrible and embarrassing. Um it's bet better that people act like that, but in hardcore, I'd like to think ninety nine point nine percent, if not fucking everyone, is is across those goals. Like we're not, it's not nineteen eighty. I think 
For sure. We've come a long way as a society. So I just see through it. When when it's done properly, you can tell. When it's not, I can tell. And I could go further, but I won't. And I think you get the picture. Yeah. Well, um, there's another song I'd like to ask about. It's called I Hate Cricket. <laughs> uh, what inspired yes. you to write that one? Well, it's more of like a socio-political overview of the Australian society and how we function. It's not really. Well, it is. It's just about bogans and like during COVID that they needed sport to go on because they were worried the Aussie bloke wouldn't handle his life and he'd die. Like, yeah, I don't know. Australia's fucked and that sport is just so shit. Football's shit as well, but I probably still watch it. I don't know. It's it's basically just, yeah, no, I just hate like society and how fucked we are, basically. I do hate cricket though, so it is true. It's funny though because the other guys in Smash like love cricket and like Lockie and Liam actually go to the nets and play cricket and shit, so (laughs) it's kind of a joke. Did you make them play that song or did you do it yourself? Oh, yeah, no, actually, Liam didn't even play. I did it. The guy that played drums is a supervisor at my work. (laughs) How long does it go? He's a fucking legend. Oh, 10 seconds. Play it. All right, here you go. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it can be our um, new intro song. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's probably not very appropriate. Well, we don't have many blokes who like cricket listening, do we? If yeah, we... but that, it's, again, it's not really, oh, it is, it's it's about the game, but it's more just about general people. That... Yeah, well, Bogan culture's here to stay, unfortunately, and not everyone. It is. Bogan, but they also, no one would really admit they're one, um, and if they are, then... They should be proud of it, but it's it's a pretty shit way to be. Jack yes. Daniels, Maccas, Durries, Burnout, Sport. It's pretty fucked, but <laughs> whatever. Guess what else is yeah. fucked? Being a fucking vegan non-drinker who likes saving the planet. Because look how well <laughs> that, that's going. No one gives oh, No one cares. Listen to this. There's two bins at my work, a red one and a yellow one. Yeah, and I get so rattled when people throw shit in either of the wrong <laughs> bins. I'm just like, "What are you fucking doing? It's not that hard. Put it in the right bin." And like, really, who cares? It's all gonna get burnt and fucking yeah. Where the world's doomed. Why care? Let's actually, we should become bogans, and maybe they're onto something. They kind of are because they they, they just don't said care fuck about this anything or themselves or what they put in their body. Or what like, they look like. Yeah, they're just like, I'm a piece of shit and I know it. And it's Fuck just, everyone. It's easier to pe- to look and feel like a piece of garbage every day than actually go, I'm going to try. I'm going to save the yeah. planet. I'm not going to kick rubbish in the ground and eat Maccas. Like, or put it in the wrong bin. Yeah. So fuck you, Bogans, but you're kind of good as well. <laughs> they're onto something, I think. But yeah, they're still fucked. All right. Um, Play something. I don't know. That's our funny section for the podcast. Coming up next, (laughs) Beatdown Corner. Today's Beatdown Corner is brought to you 
by Exile. Band from New Zealand, a good friend of mine, Luke Manson. He's a singer, writes it all, records it all. He's a full-blown lord, plays an antagonist AD. Exile just came to Australia a few weeks ago and played four shows. Looked like they went well. I'm going to be honest, I wanted to go. Then the day it was on, it was raining. I had to drive two hours to Brisbane and I made an excuse and didn't go. Sorry, Luke. Sorry to the hardcore community. It was just too rough at the time. They released their debut album, I Am Your God, which I'm going to play the title track song. Uh, the Week of COVID. And poor Luke had to sit on it for three years and not do anything. But they're starting to make some moves. Going to Europe soon. Got some stuff going on, so that's sick. So, respect to Luke. Love you, mate. You're a fucking legend. Hard-working bloke. So, here comes a song. Till next week. Beat Down Corner out. Turn it and feel the bloodshed in your name.